Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey, and happy Tuesday, July 18, 2023. Welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm your host, Steve Schultz, and we are bringing you year 26 of the, bringing you the voice of the prophets. Uh, it's really amazing what God is doing with this ministry. We have such a amount of favor on on the ministry that we're able to then sow into so many other things by the way i was going to say this i think i was going to say it another part but someone wrote to me the other day and said hey steve with sound of freedom coming out can you do can you guys consider donating to other places than just the wells well what she must have missed some of the because she wanted us to talk about traffic children was her point well, we actually have donated to probably up to 20 different organizations with trafficked children. All of that was before the Sound of Freedom. So our heart is very much into that issue of, of, of setting the captives free. And especially, I think our part has probably been a little more restoring those people who have been rescued. There's a great deal of work that needs to be done to restore these children and their souls and, you know, all of that. So just know that um, and I, what I told this lady that wrote is we're about to bring in a camera crews to record some of those things that we've donated to. We just haven't had the camera crew to tell the stories. But uh, the Uganda thing, that was all sort of a self-contained thing. They take pictures there in Uganda, send them to us. So that's how we're able to do that a little more than the other. So, all right. I think that's it. Um, I'm going to run a spot with that in a minute. But a quick reminder that uh, Kim Robinson will be with us tomorrow talking about heaven and different things. But I, I looked at her notes uh, because we're recording her actually this afternoon. And she's talking about transportation in the spirit, which I love that subject. And I believe I've gone at least two different times in the spirit and been to another location. I've had that confirmed by prophet. So I, I love that subject. So you don't want to miss that tomorrow with Kim Robinson. All right, let's go ahead and run that spot about the wells that we're digging, that you're digging. Here we go. Clean water comes to... Zimbabwe, Africa. Hi, my name is Tumezo Enindlovu. I'm a pastor and a church planter. In 2005, we planted a church at a place called Inyati. And as we were preaching, a witch doctor gave his life to the Lord. And that gave birth to the church that we drilled the ball on. And this is just something outstanding something that will propel our vision and gospel even further. This community, as I speak, is a different community and will never be the same. Everyone is talking about it. Yesterday, school children came in numbers to witness the drilling. And today, we installed the pump. We saw the water coming. People are just happy talking about it everywhere. This is something new in this community. They've been traveling like uh, 16 kilometers to get some water, but now it's a matter of uh, opening the tap. We put the tap for the community and the tap for the church that they'll also grow some vegetables there. Our community now knows the love of the Lord. I want to express my gratitude to Steve and Elijah Stream for the support you are giving to our communities. All gifts are valuable, but water is life. Thank you so much. May the Lord continue to resource you. Amen. 
Would you consider giving towards the drilling of water wells? Donate online, elijahstreams.com slash donate. Or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue, Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. Well, I don't know if you noticed the one line he said. He pointed to the tank that had been installed up high. That gives it water pressure. So they, they get it into that tank, and now it's under pressure, and then it, it's able to, to be spewed out what's the word you know under pressure so it's a good thing but he said he pointed to the tank and he said our people now know pointing to the tank the love of the lord so that was the line that i caught this time it's like oh my goodness that's what it's all about is knowing the love of jesus christ and very very good amazing stuff so thank you so much for your giving and we have you can give like here we also have it at the end of the broadcast thanks so much for your giving it means so much to the lord so and to us all right, we're going to bring in Donna Clement Clement Petruska. I'm saying that hopefully right. And uh, so let's bring in Donna. Here we go. There she is, Donna. We missed you. It's been too long. Yes, I know, and I have lots to share today. But the, you oh, know what? Good. I'm going to just say one thing, Steve. Yes. Um. I'm from South Africa, which is not far from Zimbabwe. And I just love that video so much. I'm actually going to be sending something. Oh, wow. Thank you. Watch that. Please do. That, that, that area of the world that is things like that that we, we take for granted. Like water pressure, making the water come out of a tap means a lot to them. And also just hearing them sing brought back so many memories for me. <laughs> I grew up over there in that area yeah. of the world. Yeah. I'm going to be sending something. Oh, so I really wow. will encourage everybody else. You, you should. You should. Well, thank you very much. And then you know they produced that spot really well to get have the singing be the last part. That was all real and unrehearsed and and on the, in the moment and caught. That was while they're celebrating. It's like I just can't see that enough. So anyway, I appreciate those people that made that. So well, we're going to talk about your dad. Who he's gone, he he went home in what 2017 or when was it? That, it was November 23rd of 2016, which was just a couple weeks after Donald Trump got elected. And okay. He did. And that's a lot of people ask me that question is, did he see Trump elected? And he did. He, uh, you know, he had prophesied a lot about Donald Trump. And um, was God, he able, was your dad able, I've never asked you this. Was he able to talk in those final weeks? No, he could not speak for the last year of his life because okay. the stroke that he had is it was in this area of the brain and right around here in your brain is called the Broca's and it's named after the, the man who discovered it, I guess it's okay. B-R-O-C-A-S region. Yeah. And that controls what you say only. So you have a different part of your brain back here that controls what you hear. That's your yeah. intake. So he, he was fine with what he heard. Now, if you see, there's that Senator that had the stroke, I forget his name, Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know that one. What's his name? I can't remember. Yeah. But he's one of those the senators that had the stroke. Um, he had damage to the Wernickes. And the reason I knew that was because I was watching on the news and they were saying, oh, he he's having trouble understanding what people are saying to him. And I knew immediately he's had a stroke. And this is the area of the brain. Is it Fetterman? That Fetterman? Fetterman. Someone's typed Fetterman. it in here. Thank you, Emily. Fetterman. That I'm I, no, I don't. I'm not a doctor, and I don't know anything about him other than what I was hearing on the news. But just from my experience dealing with Dad, I learned so much about the brain. Um, 
And it's incredible that, you know, they used to think that the brain was um, like you, you could only learn things to a certain age and then that was it. And nothing yeah. could be improved, but that is not true. Your brain is capable and you are capable of creating new pathways. So if you ever have uh, any kind of damage, um, as, as long as it's not too extensive, you could actually heal. Like they did uh, tests on apes and they would induce a stroke on an ape, which is very cool, but they would do that. And then the one of the sides of their body would be paralyzed from the stroke because that often happens. And then um, they would tie up, they'd give the stroke to, to the ape and then they would tie up his good hand so that he would be forced to create a new pathway to make the other hand work. And before my dad got sick, I never knew those things. And um, so it's, it's, it's not, uh, it's not uh, that it's not fixable. Like you, you could actually, and God has created uh, us with such an incredible body wow. that we, that there's a lot that we don't know and understand. And I do believe that over the years, uh, because of greed, yeah. uh, we have a medical industry that is out to make money, not to to heal. And so you'll find that there there are actual ways of being healed. And, and of course, God can just heal you. You know, someone, especially someone who's anointed to heal, can pray over you. You could ask him; he could heal you. But there there's more to it. And you know, I, I think God wants us to learn and understand how incredible these bodies are. Yeah. Because look over at the like, for instance, the World Economic Forum, which we're going to talk about a little yeah. bit today. The World Economic Forum. What they're doing over there is, and this is coming from them. This is not a conspiracy. You can go listen to, read the World Economic Forum's website, listen to their videos. They are uh, uh, using genetic editing as well as uh, robotics like AI and things like that to put into the body. And they have figured out, I believe, a way to live forever. One thing my dad kept prophesying about was um, he, he was taking from that verse in the Bible where it says, and I forget where it is. I'd have to look it up. It's just coming to me now. But uh, he kept quoting it. I will exalt myself above the stars. Oh, right. Yeah. This is what we're seeing happening with these people. And and it, it also kind of ties in with, uh, not kind of, it does, with as in the days of Noah. Yeah. Jesus himself said, so shall it be when the Son of Man returns. And as in the days of Noah. So what was happening? Now, we don't have the book of Enoch in our Bible. The Ethiopians do. But in the book of Enoch, it goes into a little bit more detail about what was going on pre-flood. And it was all about the sons of heaven coming and laying with the women of earth, creating these Nephilim giants. Uh, whatever those may have actually been or, or how that would have looked is sort of irrelevant because the point here is that they were, God has a genetic code and he's created our bodies, like I said, much, our human bodies are much more incredible than we even realize at this Ooh. stage. And the enemy is coming and saying, I can make you live forever. And uh, people like you all know, Harari will say, we can do this better than the God of the Bible, which is so absurd. It's like, can you really sit there and create a universe from nothing, you've all? Because you can't. Um, but it, it's it's blasphemous what comes mm -hmm. out of your mouth. Yeah. So we observe these people doing this and they do have a global agenda and they're using things like COVID-19 and using things like um, the, the climate change, which I've seen the name of that change over my entire life so many times. If you remember the ozone. Oh, yeah. Ozone, we all had to get rid of our hairspray. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, I was a young girl in the 90s. We were all using the hairspray. It was a terrible thing. <laughs> it was all for nothing. I don't think those aerosols. But what happens is these politicians get a hold of information and they manipulate it in order to get themselves elected, have more power, make more money. 
And what's happening now is they are forcing a switch from uh, the traditional way of doing things, which is it's like an industrial revolution we're going through because we do have all of this technology we've discovered um, and, and they're utilizing and there is good in there. I mean, um, I'm cautious because people like Elon Musk want to put the Neuralink in the brain and that would like we're just talking about brain injury that would help like someone like my dad when he had the stroke. Uh, you know, had he not had cancer, had he not passed away and he had just had a stroke, which is what we thought was going on in the beginning, yeah. um, something like Neuralink would help him or my son is autistic. Maybe it could help him. Um, and so I look at that, but then I see that my dad, as he was prophesying, God was promising things through him and it was healing for Alzheimer's and autism and brain injury. So dad saw that there would be a healing, something discovered for cancer as well. Um, um, and you see sort of everywhere you look right now, and it's not just with those kind of things, but with everything, with the climate change, like I said, with, with uh, technological change, it's all yeah. uh, the enemy is stepping in and trying to say, I can exalt myself above the stars Ooh. of God, right? Yeah. And so this is what I'm getting out of the prophecies. So I'm, I'm looking at these prophecies and seeing, okay, why would God show my dad X, Y, and Z? Right. And it's because, like my dad always said, it's like a tapestry. And slowly we're weaving in the pieces and we do it together. And there's a big picture for us to see. And it's becoming clearer and clearer. And so, you know, where my dad passed away now, um, seven years ago, almost. Wow. Um, wow. And so... I thought, and my mom too, and everybody thought, oh, well, that's the end. You know, he's prophesied all this stuff. And, you know, it's, they thought some things had come to pass, but not really, like there was more to it. And there's all these other things that nobody understood. And I mean, I'm even going back all the way to 2001 and look, listening to albums and finding prophetic words in there about inoculations. And so, um, you know, we've really undertaken kind of a, a, a bit of a, a project now at the House of Destiny Network. Because at the House of Destiny, for anybody who doesn't know, House of Destiny Network is um, the network that mom and dad built. So dad started going on the uh, on the internet. He was one of the first ministries. Yes, to he was. He was. And crashed the servers. He didn't think anyone was going to watch him. In the <laughs> yeah. So how prophetic of him just to do that. And that was really a lot of my mom, too. But then um, to to uh, to start that way. Um, and now we've moved. And so this is something I was saying to, to in a staff meeting, actually, the other day is you look at where mom and dad started the network and the network has grown. And we have to sort of move with the times now because things are moving so fast. So it was like when dad got sick, when dad passed away, everything switched to social media. You know, slowly it started to migrate. From, you know, we went from MySpace to Facebook and then Instagram. Well, yeah, of course, he was doing some, uh, he had for years, that's all he had done is gone from place to place to place, Michigan a lot, you know, and many other states. But Mich Michigan was a real big one for him. Amazing. California all, all over the world. Came to Oregon a lot with us. So He yeah. did. And, and God was strategic in where he sent my dad to. You know, if you, look, if you go and look at where did he go, just where did he go? Because Steve's bringing this up for anyone watching because dad was an itinerant minister yeah. uh, for most of his ministry. And not until the mid to about mid to late 2000s, he started going on the Internet, which allowed him. He would still travel, but it allowed him to not have to do that. He, he could well, one of the things we were talking about off the line is he had uh, when we were, before we went on the air is I just call it almost an eclectic. He had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pieces 
of, you know, you talk about tapestry, all these little prophecies. And he, once he was on, where if he was in Michigan or Oregon or Florida or Texas, he would just go and whatever he got, it would be any subject, any political, any country, it came out of his mouth. And now, seven years after he's gone home, you're still gathering those pieces and, and realizing that this ha this is now coming to pass, or this just now is coming. And um, the tapestry was, you know, he probably didn't know any more about the timing than we did. I don't know. Or what they even meant. He, you know, I asked him about it. I said to him, well, how do you see, this is many years ago. Yeah, yeah. I said, how would you, how do you see, like, what does it look like or feel like? Or I was asking, you know. Yeah. And he said it, he compared it to being in a, in a completely dark room where it's completely black and then the lightning maybe lightning strikes outside and so for a second you get a flash of light and you can pick up certain things in the room like let's say there's a table there's a chair there's a tv there's a lamp so obviously this is i'm making an example he didn't actually yeah, see no that's good when he would see things then he he would just get a quick glimpse and so then he would say i see this 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 and this and he you know the rest of it was his own discernment or what did he feel and maybe he felt some things and he would share that uh, for instance, what we've done over the past month at the House of Destiny Network, uh, I do a broadcast every Monday called Prophetic Rewind. And now what I've started doing is on Fridays going live on YouTube and Rumble and discussing those prophecies. So the past month, we've been looking at the Fourth Reich prophecies. And okay, yeah, I you should start going into that. That's right. By the way, uh, for those of you, uh, Emily, maybe from time to time, put Donnie's uh, website. What What website do you... Right there, houseofdestiny.org. We want to put it right there. Uh, make, sure, make sure people have that. They can get into your other stuff. So, yeah. Okay. And we, we've got a whole network. So, um, you know, there were specific things that were very important to, to my dad that God led him to. So we've kept those things going. But we actually have a network, which is a platform, uh, not only for us to show my dad, but for us to share other people with you who are anointed. You know, much yeah. like what you, you're doing, uh, just in a sort of a different way. Yeah. But for instance, this next month or two, I'm not sure when it is yet. I have to look at the schedule, but we're going to have Pastor Jackson Lawmire. He'll come in for the month. And every Wednesday we'll have a featured speaker. And, um, you know, with the code breaking, that's another thing we're doing is we're looking at the prophecies. I'm going live and we're discussing them live because I don't even know. You know, I don't know everything like my dad didn't know everything. And he even said at the time, you guys are going to have to look at what I prophesied and figure out what it all means because he didn't know. And again, he did have some insight, like I can show you from one of the videos I'm about to play you. Um, you know, for instance, he he probably was in Paris and he, he prophesied um, about something that happened uh, in the seventh century between uh, with a with a Muslim uprising and the French. And so when he prophesied that, he had no idea what he was. He came off the platform and the first thing he said was what happened in the seventh century? Cause he's worried. He's like, I've said this. I don't even know what happened in the seventh century. And apparently there was, he was correct. There was a, a Muslim uprising that the people took care of, which is bringing me to the subject of what I wanted to show you today okay. is um, we are uh, for the past month at prophetic rewind, which again on the network is on every Monday. Um, we've been playing prophecies from when he went to Europe in 2010 Okay. And also when, we, when he came back and kind of gave his insights. So anybody watching this now, you could actually go back, go to the House of Destiny Network. We also have, we also have an app. You can download the app in any app store. 
And then you can watch Prophetic Rewind. We have a bunch of shows on there, but look for Prophetic Rewind if you're looking for this. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Or on our YouTube and Rumble channels, we also are posting this stuff. Um, but we looked at France and what he prophesied, not only in 2010, actually, but also 2015 when we went back. So we had two dates there. Um, and that's on Prophetic Rewind. Uh, I think about three weeks ago, so you'd have to scroll to see it. Uh-huh. And then um, uh, the, the following week, we looked at when he was in the Netherlands and what he saw there. And then this past week, we looked at his interpretation of what he was seeing when he came back. So we had the broadcast of that. So what's good is that we have him prophesying and then sometimes we have him talking about it. And so we'll bring that in. And then everybody's been getting together. We've all, all been getting together on uh, YouTube and Rumble, which Rumble is great. YouTube, they censor us still, but Rumble's great. And uh, we, we, that way I can chat live with people and get information because people, all kinds of people have all kinds of information. And so we come together and we look at the, the prophecies and then I'll, I'll bring in a guest sometime. And, and that's been really great because awesome. it's helping us kind of unfold this. And that, Beth, so you, you, you promoted uh, Rumble a little bit more. Do they go to House of Destiny at Rumble? They put House of Destiny? It's Kim Clement. Just Kim Clement. Okay, and then you said there's actually you do you, you then respond to their uh, to many of the uh, tech uh, what do you call it the chat Comments yeah in the chat and yeah. that's been so great for me especially because it's so helpful yeah but also everybody else because everybody's getting to sort of uh, uh, contribute you know yeah. and, and there's that's a needed thing you know the coming together of the prophetic totally uh, totally yes because Dad was seeing a, 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 a an army of, of prophetic people. And that doesn't mean they're a prophet like he was, but we're prophetic and that we live prophetically. We know. Well, and, I mean, Sunil, who worked for your dad, and then he worked for us for a while. Uh, well, he still does. He actually still does, but he he just helps us keep the social media updated uh, because he's otherwise occupied and taking care of his parents. But he he said he would go and, and Kim didn't even know what the, decode was going to be for the show sunil had been released to do it and then kim would watch the decode um what did they call it it, it was like code breakers, uh, code breakers right and, and we're, so calling he, it that. we're calling it that on a friday good code breakers live yeah so and he did a good job and kim, and kim was a captive audience to learn what people thought it was or mm-hmm. what kim, what what sunil was showing from the news so that was really good Yes, because, you know, just recently I, I had, uh, and this is something, um, I wish I had brought it today, actually, but he was in Davos and he turned around and prayed over the region. He did. And he said that he saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Really? This is Davos, Switzerland, right? He was in Switzerland. He was in like a brown, greenish brown jacket and him and Sunil were standing. Uh, I think they were on a balcony somewhere so you could oversee the city. And they were filming it and he turned around and he turned his back to the camera and turned around and pointed and shouted and prayed over the spirit that was over that region and declared that it would fall. So so one hopeful thing is a lot of people right now are hearing scary things. They're hearing World Economic Forum and their plans, which are Mm -hmm. crazy things they're they're trying to do. Um, And they're really trying to push something that would naturally take care of itself, you know, you know, whenever you have like an industrial revolution kind of situation, people are going to be out of work and have to change occupations. And those things happen. And on a grand scale of all the people on Earth, it, it can be a little slow, you know, not, you know, everybody catching up with using the Internet and those. Right. Kind of things. It's the same thing. 
jobs are changing and change is not a bad thing. The bad thing that's going on here is that there's too many uh, godless people, corrupted people in charge. And especially what dad saw as a rise of a fourth Reich, it's indicative of something not dealt with at the end of the previous war. And can we just say this? The third Reich was Hitler's reign. And so when he, he and that the world, uh, World War II was over and the thought was the, the Third Reich was over, there would never be another one. And suddenly Kim Clement comes, Clement comes along and says, there's going to be a Fourth Reich. I remember when he first did it and I said, oh, Kim, don't prophesy that. You know, I, I didn't really think he was making a mistake, but I was sad that we were going to have to. So that was hard for him, too. He didn't he hated to to have bad news. Yeah, yeah. He was very obedient and bold. Yeah. And so, you know, he was able to. Uh, but one thing I've noticed, too, about when he would would uh, prophesy. Uh, is that God is speaking to the people in these countries. So he would prophesy about a country and he would be specific about a leader, especially if there was corruption. But then there would always be a promise from God. Mm, that's good. Now you think about the people of Ukraine right now and Russia, Ukraine and Russia, like the regular citizens who just want to live their lives like us. Yeah. And you think about us here in America and how we are so misrepresented right now. Uh, across the world, and and this is these are the the dangers that my dad saw, and so it's very important uh, for us as Christians right now because Christianity is truly under attack. Yeah. Uh, if you look at what's been going on in the gay, LGBTQ, trans, mm. whatever our community, uh, it, it's very um, targeted to Christians. They don't uh, they don't you don't see them hanging around the mosques or the temples. They're in the Christian churches. They're dancing down the aisles. There's all sorts of things going on that is an attack uh, targeted to Christians. Even Yuval Noah Harari at the World Economic Forum is, says the God of the Bible he doesn't say uh, just a generalized God. He says the God of the Bible. So this is very targeted to Christians. Dad saw this happening, Christians and Jews, um, that, this, that, that we would be the ones who mm -hmm. would target it, and we are. I mean, the, the amount of censorship that's gone on um, um, and the just the attacks on you know just the big things like abortion, um, those kind of issues that are not nothing. And then you were just yeah. talking about the sound of freedom. Do you know that uh, 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 Roger Stone was recently at that world, uh, at the fight um, with Trump in Vegas and 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 uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, okay, yeah. Then he left. He sent me a picture of him, Trump, and Mel Gibson together. And he just right. said to me, just to show me, but for me, it was a huge big deal because my dad prophesied over all three of those men and said all of their names. Really? Wow. Gibson, before he made the Passion of the Christ, uh, dad had a friend who knew him that got a prophecy to him where my dad said to Mel Gibson, there's a movie you're thinking about doing. My dad didn't know anything about Passion of the Christ. He said, there's a movie you're thinking about doing. You must do that movie. And it was the Passion of the Christ. Really? He prophesied Trump would be a trumpet, and he prophesied Roger Stone by name, the simple stone. So you see these these um, uh, particular names. And so for me to get that photograph. Very cool. Together. And the sound of freedom, which is, you know, people are running around saying, you know, on the other side, saying, oh, this is a QAnon, it's conspiracy. It is not. Just because the Q people talked about this does not mean it's not real. And anybody at this stage who's trying to say that or say that to you 
is being willfully blind or they are involved. And That's so right. I have right. for how can we help this situation? Because one thing that's happened, it's very difficult to find who can you trust anymore at all with anything. And I think all of us are feeling a lot of that. So it's something we're working on at the House of Destiny is the best way in which, so anybody listening, if you can contact us and you can find uh, the best way that we can help, we really do want to. And so I've been saying that everywhere because I'm trying to, I'm going to try to get a hold of Mel Gibson too, but that's not a promise or a guarantee. You never know. But I am praying for that because if anybody was going to play my dad in a movie, it would be Mel Gibson because he Oh, very like, cool. Yeah, they, he would He would do a good job. And yeah, they are. They would be dead like ringers. They'd be almost dead ringers for each other if they had the hairs. The hair was done the same. You should have seen them in the 80s. Like now, not so much because the beard and everything Mel Gibson. Yeah. But in the 80s, when Mel Gibson had the beard and the fro my dad also had a beard and a fro oh really <laughs> i can't he even picture so that. much like mel gibson that people would come up to him and ask for his autograph and there were a couple of times he just signed it because he just couldn't get rid of them and they wouldn't believe him that he wasn't mel gibson so amazing uh, my little dream has always been if there was ever a movie about my dad for it to be mel gibson so the fact that i am friends with roger stone who was with both of them it was just such a prophetic oh moment. my goodness yeah but oh my goodness like, i don't think i even told roger i was so shocked i was just like oh Look at the picture. So <laughs> anyway, um, I don't want to run out of time. We have time to play these two clips for you. They're not very long, but the first the first one is the Netherlands. Okay. And this is in 2010. And I think this was the first time that he said the Fourth Reich, actually said the words Fourth Reich. So um, we should play that so you guys can see what happened there. Because it it's, it's a little bit, you know, the, the prophecy, it gets a little like creepy the way the music was and the sound. Oh, wow. Okay. All of that had to do with what he was experiencing. He would just, you know, whatever he was, it wasn't just words. It was feeling, it was tone of and, voice. And he would, things. yeah, he would play the feeling he was getting, you know. On the wow. piano, yes. Wow. Oftentimes if he was playing the piano, you'd hear the tone of the prophecy before the actual prophecy. Yeah came out of him in words. So good. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead and play that, Emily. Thanks. And the Spirit of the Lord says, yeah. Oh, Europe. Yeah. Divided Europe. Your sons and your daughters are dissatisfied. As was Martin Luther. This is the beginning, says the Lord of a reformation. Watchmen on the wall have died. Oh, watchmen, watchmen, what of the night? Watchmen, what of the night? Watchmen, watchmen, what of the night? Watchmen, what of the night? It is not. It is not. There is a storm brewing, says the Lord, but this is not a natural one. And God said there will be a great massive fight. Just one war. One war. It shall manifest in four different countries. The beast of the east who has said we will remove Christianity in total, in total 
from Europe, America, Israel. We will remove their God and we will bring Allah. There is a storm brewing that God says, I have already prepared the angels. I have already prepared an outpouring and that which is dying shall suddenly come back to life. Russia, Africa, Sierra Leone, Africa, Italy. Germany, France, you made an alliance, you were an ally to the Third Reich. There's a fourth one arising from the east to take over your streets, to take over your children and remove Jesus. But the Spirit of God said, truth will prevail. A cause will not prevail. And the people will begin to arise from the streets. And I will manifest myself in whorehouses. I'll go to red light districts. I'll begin to take them from their place of pain and turn it into a place of rain, says the Lord. But this time, God said, I'll use Germany, I'll use Italy, yes, I'll use Holland, the Netherlands, I'll use France, they will stand and they will stand against the Spirit. That will be that will be the countries that I'll begin a great reformation, and there will be an abolishment of the laws of men, and your young men and young women shall rise, 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 and shout, shout, shout. Wow, that was intense. That was really intense. Yeah, very, very intense. And like I said, you heard the music was quite yeah. Because we're dealing with a really serious problem that we can't just sit back either and say, oh, well, God prophesied it will be taken care of, so I'll just wait for that. There's actually a need for the people of God to participate in some way. Yeah. Like, be aware of what is going on. And that has been a difficult thing because when you start talking about, like, for instance, Sound of Freedom, that is, this has gotten so dark. Uh, I think for the regular person to look at it. Yeah. It's quite horrifying to think that some of the things that we're seeing and hearing about, which we hoped were just stories or elaborate or elaborated things, are actually occurring. 
So there's a very dark thing going on and we have to, the number one thing is to make yourself aware. Yeah. Some people, you know, you need to let go of some pride a little bit and allow yourself to have been wrong about things because all of us have been lied to and God has done what he's done over the past, uh, since Trump. Yeah. That's, that's why dad was seeing Trump as being a trumpet. Uh, because just his presence caused an eruption of a whole it's system it's of crimes that are being committed um, that have it's gotten so bad that God is actually going to it is intervening. He started by throwing Trump in there. Um, that was, you know, and it was Trump was not aware. I've spoken to their family. I have they did not. None of that was in their minds, but it was in God's mind. And so you'll yeah. So they thought that Trump would become uh, a better, best president and get rid of some bad presidential stuff. They didn't know how deep this thing was going to go, did they? No, Trump didn't know. Um, also, even with COVID, like he he trusted the doctors, like all of us would. I mean, these are the White House, people who work for the government. They've been, well, he didn't have a reason to question them. He had to actually have things revealed to him. Yeah. Which is why he is still the candidate. You know, because he's been through so much. The poor, you know, this. Yeah, yeah. I, I look at it and I think he should just go. Home. <laughs> just, I'm sure we can find someone else. Like God, maybe you can find. Because it's you think about how much they've been through. It's just like, really, they have just beaten this man from day yeah. one. You should tell everybody everything yeah. about the reaction. This is a global reaction to to mm-hmm. that because God threw the spanner in the works by by allowing Trump to step in and be the the the, the because he was an outsider. And that's what was needed, an outsider to say, hang on, that's weird. Why is that going on? What is this? And then everything around him, you know, he got close. He picked up the phone and called Zelensky. They did not like him talking to, to Zelensky in Ukraine. And um, now we can see why, because they have been using uh, Ukraine and the government. It's not just the American government. All kinds of people have been using Ukraine for all kinds of things. And that, that really goes back to think about the people who live in these countries that have nothing to do with this. And, you know, that stuff with uh, COVID and the vaxes and all of that, I think you kind of addressed that a second ago, but he he didn't really know they were poisoning us through the vaxes. He he trusted the people. So when he talked about, uh, what was that? He called it, he called it Operation Sent the Warp Speed. He was just trying to get it done, done right. He did not yet know, I don't think, that they were putting... no. Something oxide in the in these vaxes that, that's now coming out publicly. Yeah, the and the metal and the and the things that they're putting there. Yeah, see, yeah. Graphene oxide is what they're they're finding was in there. Yeah. I just read about that yesterday. It was quite yeah. shocking. Um, but the thing and, and Florida has now banned the vaccine as far as I know. Praise they, God. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I never got it. I was not yeah, me neither. Um but you know, another thing is people have to think about, and I don't know why we've gone off to Trump, but I think it does, it does start there. That's why. Yeah, it does. Um, he, um, you know, he wasn't in the lab making the vaccine. Right. None of us would know how to do that. Neither would he. Mm-mm. So um, he was trying to figure out the right thing to do. But really what happened was they threw that at him because him being in the position he was as president of the United States when they're trying to take over the United States was a complete spanner in the works for them. Mm-hmm. And so they have done nothing. If you see how much he's attacked, they wouldn't be doing that to someone who wasn't a threat to them. Yeah. And I find it so shocking when you look around and find people who are, are just like, oh, we're just going to trust the government. 
I didn't grow up that way. I knew politicians lied. I, you know, I was in. We were talking about this off the air with the other guys, but I said I did grow up that way. I did trust the government. I was never a anti-government until about ten years ago. All of a sudden, I thought they're trying to kill us, and I, you know, I, you know, we'd be awake a little piece at a time. Now we're. We think we're wide awake. We probably don't know the half of what they've been trying to do. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. I don't want to know anymore. It's so horrifying. It's hard. Some of the things I've heard are so shocking and horrifying. I'm just like, if, if this is, this can't be going on. Like, I will really look into some things because I don't want to... You know, because because there's been so many lies told and so much trust has been lost, no yeah. matter what side you're on in this, um, people don't know who to trust anymore. So so conspiracy theories do tend to run a little bit in this kind mm-hmm. of environment yeah. because nobody's being told the truth. So we're all having to try to figure it out. And that's really what everybody's doing. And so I really encourage people not to attack other people like hear yeah. people out. And, and, you know, if it's reasonable, of course, someone yeah. is reasonable. And a lot of that's going on. And a lot of the manifestation of the enemy is just so brazen and shocking. And really, you know, in that kind of environment, they will, it, it will destroy itself, you know. Um, but the important thing is for people to really uh, get on your knees and pray and ask God to reveal to you yeah. in, your, in your life, in your situation. Let him reveal it to you um, so that you know uh, that what you're seeing is is the truth because so much has been clouded. And well, so- and one last point on Trump, and then I know you have another video, but but there's only one there's one person that's woken up beyond all of us who have been waking up for the last two and a half years since the election was stolen and all this truth is coming. And that person that's been waking up is Donald Trump himself. They've been educating him. I know a little bit of of uh, people that have known him or said something. I know that he, they've been educating him about what's really been going on. So since the election was stolen, he's come to a lot of understanding about the vaxes and about the child trafficking. I don't think he probably, well, that one is hard to know. He may have known all that one. I don't know. But but uh, I think that he probably knew certain things. I don't know. Um, yeah. He must have known certain things, but he's definitely. And that's what my dad saw. My dad saw that he would go into office whispering. God said my name, whispering my name, but he would come, but he would, something about step, I forget the, how he exactly phrased it, stepping into the office, he would shout by the power of the spirit. So the, he, my dad saw a transformative thing happening within him, personally, yeah. that um, we all need to happen. Because in the end of this, and this is, I, 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 I have to say this, um, and it's really a, a step of faith for me, even in this moment is that dad saw two terms from Maricopa County. So your location is in the probably the one of the most openly corrupt areas of the country when it comes to election integrity. And he saw two terms and he saw very specific things. Um, State that again to make sure I know what you, what did you say? Two terms in Maricopa County? What? what when what my is, dad prophesied two terms, you will have at your helm for two oh, terms. He was in Maricopa County at that Arizona. time. Arizona. He, he was in Maricopa County. Of yeah. all the counties he could have prophesied that from. So you see why this is such a profound word. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, you know, 
I'll have my opinions about even Trump, you know, because Trump's just a man and he's he isn't going to fix everything, but he stands for something, you know, in us that we need to fight. And at this stage, we really don't know who we can trust. Kevin McCarthy has been a great disappointment. So many of these people that, are, you know, you thought you could trust. And then we have surprises like Robert Kennedy Jr., who's been a lovely surprise. Now, he will not be president. But it would be good if we could get him to be in the administration. Yeah, because um, he's got a lot of. He doesn't yeah. have the right stand on abortion, but he's got a lot of. He's got a lot of good stands that are right. We can change yeah. people's minds. We can get yeah. people saved. That's this is right. what I'm saying: is instead of making enemies, we should be winning souls and trying to help people see. Because it would be better to have an Elon Musk with us than against us. Yeah, and a totally. Now, you yeah. know, Christianity is about redemption. Well, you know, that whole thing, can I just say this real quick? You brought him up. Uh, You know, Clay Clark picks on him. Clay Clark is my friend, and he's your friend. He's our friend, but he just gives uh, Elon no, no, you know. Well, as he should. As he should. Elon Musk, you know, a lot of it is out of ignorance of God. Yeah. Yeah, and so, but but what you just said is right. I'd rather have him. I don't know how you just said that. I'd rather have him as our friend. against us. Let's yeah. bring up as many people. We can get people saved. Yeah, yeah. And this exactly. is a, this is good people talking about it. This is healthy because we're saying, well, you know, so far so good with Elon. But yeah, he's not to be like any other politician or businessman. They're not to be trusted beyond so far. If he knew the Bible, yeah. if he knew what was prophesied from yeah. the Bible, forget about my dad or anybody now, from the Bible. Yeah. And he looked at the situation with those eyes. I don't think he would make the choices he is because I don't think he means ill. No, he doesn't seem to mean ill. ill. He's deceived. Yeah. So we should pray for him. Uh, I, I think I'm probably a little more forgiving than Clay Clark. <laughs> I, I, do, I do feel uh, the importance of us reaching over the aisle. I think that's important. Absolutely. Find someone like RFK Jr. There's a history there. Yeah. His father was murdered. Murdered. And whatever story they told them is not the truth. Uh, and there are things that are being classified. And re- the overclassification of information is, um, is an abuse as well. Yeah. Now, anytime they have to be accountable for something, they just say, oh, it's classified. We can't show you. Well, I, I, that's another reason of the many reasons that I'm looking forward to Trump coming back, because he said, I'm going to release all the rest of the JFK files. You know, he's going to do so many things. And then I played a clip yesterday or the day before where he was, he said, basically, he's coming against pharma. When I come back, I'm going to appoint a presidential commission. And he's used the same thing about the FDA, too. We're going to find out what they're putting in stuff, he's saying, that's killing people, that's giving autism, that's, he just came out, and, and right. I can't we wait for the right to do this to us. We have yeah. the right to know. There's basic human rights that are being. If that done. was the only reason for Trump to come back, that's yeah. enough. Those two, the big pharma and what they're putting in our food, if that was it. You know, and I think it would help because I think God's plan here is for as many Americans to be woken up as possible. Yeah. In in America, you know, my dad called. I'm God called my dad to America, and that was something I'm sure you remember him saying it over and over. Yeah. He was called to America, and um, so it, in America, there's certain things that will be required of us in this in this season, and what we have is hope. Um. That second video I was wanting to play you is five and a yeah. half minutes long. Do we have time? Sure, absolutely. Let's go. I want you to see this because there is hope. Because what he's saying in this prophecy is that 
we are going to overcome this, but things are going to be required of us. And he saw the people rising up in the streets. It was the people. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I keep saying, citizens of Earth, if I could, if I could have a megaphone, just for the citizens of Earth, we need to unite right now because we have a common enemy who wants to. And you know that you know I'll say this before you play the clip. He was really close to mentioning France, close to when he said that. And he's talked about rising up in the streets. Well, look what they're doing now. They've been rising up. We need to take a lesson from France and rise up in the streets, not in not in riots, but rising up in the streets. You know, against what's been done. So we have to, without inflicting harm, yeah, stand firm on the rock which is our moral foundation, because those foundational moral issues are what is under attack right now. That's how you know it's the, the devil. He is stealing the lives of children from the womb, and they are being sacrificed in the most despicable, unthinkable ways. And when there's an attack on the children, that means God is about to birth something in the earth. It always does. And so we, number one, we have to protect the children. I can't take it. I just cannot stand what I'm hearing and seeing. I um, you know, I wasn't aware until recently how bad this is. And yeah. so really we need to come together. It has to stop. Like whatever yeah. we have to do, we have to stop it. it <laughs> and these lunatics are trying to take over the world and slim the population and tell us to eat bugs and, and make us terrified of climate change when the climate of this planet has changed for the entirety of the planet. And politicians are using, you know, slight changes that are going to occur. We're still coming out of an ice age. Those things uh, they're using, politicians and people who have something to gain from it, are using it to manipulate and control people by fear. And one thing my dad kept saying is, do not be afraid. He was quoting, the Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And he was very specific about if you fear, you, they will know it. If you fear, your enemy will know it. So we have to overcome fear and all these obstacles the enemy's putting in our face to tell us that it's over, that, um, you know, the World Economic Forum, they have too much power. All these uh, institutions have been infiltrated, so they it's too late. It's not. God had a plan right. all along. He prophesied through my dad. He's given us the promise. Now we have to see what the prophets saw. That's so important. If you go in the Bible and you look at the prophets, Elijah, Elijah, Elisha, all of them, they would say to this person or that person, you got to see it. It's not That's enough good. for to see we have to see and when we see then we all know where to go you know so good all right well let's go ahead and play that video uh, uh emily here we go with that clip but europe, but europe, but europe will be affected in the same way that daniel was praying there was a war in the heavens prince of persia there was a battle going on shall be short-lived because as France destroyed the power of invasion from the Middle East in the 7th century, so shall it rise up and destroy the invading forces from the beast of the East. There will be a second reformation in Europe. God says I will begin in France. Shall be a 
will be affected. L'Europe sera affectée. And the same way that Daniel was praying. Et de la même façon que Daniel a prié. There was a war in the heavens. Il y a eu une guerre dans les lieux célestes. Prince of Persia. Et le prince de la Perse. There was a battle going on. Il y a eu une bataille qui a été. As there is today. Comme il y a aujourd'hui. And France. Et la France. Shall join forces. Va joindre ses forces. With Great Britain. Avec la Grande Bretagne. And some other nations. There will be a war. It shall be a short war. Hear me, please. This war. And I'm not talking about a spiritual war. A war will take place. It shall be short lived. Because as France. Destroyed the power of invasion from the Middle East in the seventh century. So shall it rise up and destroy the invading forces from the beast of the East, and they will overcome an agreement. Between Russia and Iran. So, Kim, we don't want the war. Too bad. There shall be. Now, don't get, don't get frightened. We have an enemy that wants to invade. Take Christ out of Europe. Sitting on the front row here is a pastor from, from the Netherlands and a, and a pastor from England. They, they represent the soil and the territories. God is going to pour out His Spirit. Germany will be included. Italy. There shall be a, a, a great move of the Spirit. It is literally the next reformation that will come about because of reconciliation. And the Fourth Reich shall be overcome for the hatred for the Jewish people and the people of Christ is causing demonic rage but God but God has made a declaration one word out of the mouth of these people and the battle shall be won that word is Yeshua Jesus Jesus, say his name. Say his name. Wow. Yay. Wow. We win. <laughs> All we need is Jesus, you see? Yeah. And don't be afraid. There's key things in there he was saying, you know, he listed those countries. I mean, to be that accurate. He's, he's pointing at the Netherlands. In this past month, we've seen France, the people rising up very heavily against Macron and they mm -hmm. had 
it's a Middle East thing. You have Middle Eastern immigrants over there who are not there because they want to be French. They're there because they want to make money. So they keep their, they live under Sharia law or Muslim law in some way. They live above the law of the country. That is their priority and their clash is beginning to happen. And he saw that that would happen. And so you see the people rising up in the streets. Um, in the Netherlands, the same. They, they were trying to take the farmland, the World Economic Forum, working with the government there. We're trying to take the farmland from the farmers. There were some other things going on. And the government has fallen there now and they're replacing the, the leader. So yeah. you're starting to see that it's it's not quite at the war, but it's there's something happening. And it's worthy of note that he saw these things. And then those particular countries are who we're seeing in the news. And the Fourth Reich being the, the globalist people with the 2030 agenda and the World Economic Forum, the UN, Dad, how many times said the UN was a stench to God's nostrils mm -hmm. and they were doing what we would be shocked. We don't even know. Mm. Over and over again, he saw that. So all these letter agencies who you, you just see letters and you don't know who is who and who's mm -hmm. doing what. That's a very clever thing. But God's not going to tolerate this. Um, and so we, we have the hope and that what my dad saw was that the Fourth Reich would be overcome. And so, and one word out of the mouth of the people and the battle will be won, and that word is Jesus. And then you see the attack is coming against Christians, conservatives who predominantly are a, a, a Jewish, Christian, even Muslim, you know, because all of us abide by the Ten Commandments, yeah. you know, all three of those major world religions. And that is what's being attacked right now. And so... They're not going to target the Muslims because their work, especially the East. What he, he was seeing, the beast of the East. This is the Middle East, but it's also Far East because look at what's happening uh, with Russia and China. Working with Iran, he said they would overcome an agreement between Russia and Iran. And you know Russia and Iran are working together. And even when Pergozin was mar marching on the Kremlin, that mercenary was marching on the Kremlin last yeah. month. Yeah. While that was going on, there were boatloads of military-aged men from Iran going into Italy, going into really? Italy. Really? Really? Hundreds of thousands of them. So while we were looking at Pergozin invade the Kremlin, they were sending in the migrants to the shores of Italy. So there he was naming Italy too. So I see all these countries and I see this Fourth Reich and I look at the World Economic Forum and I look at the globalist agenda. It's sort of glaringly obvious at this stage to me um, and, and then hopeful. And the hope is that it would be overcome, but it does require of us. And so that, Lord, I want to tell everybody today, don't be afraid. Yeah. Do what you can, speak when you can, vote how you can, do whatever you can. And if it just means supporting other people who are doing it, do that. But, but see it, because once you see it, you cannot unsee it. And then know that God is real, that he exists, that he loves his creation, and he's not going to stand for this. Yeah. And I think you, you know, what you said was uh, you know, that they can see your fear. You know, Jesus was the, the the strongest teacher of "Don't be afraid, don't be afraid." God, God, the Father, the Holy Spirit is always "Don't be afraid, don't be afraid." You know, I know a whole bunch of people who are gun toting. I, you know, I own a gun, but I mean, I'm not I'm not the guy going out there and practicing in case something Me bad either. happens against this. I'm just not that person. But but this is what I would say. Some people say, "Well, I'm ready to die for this the United States or whatever." But why don't you instead of being being willing to die at the point of a gun, being willing to live for Christ and speak up for your country. And so don't stop being timid. We're, we've been so timid through the years. And we're coming into a time where no one's, you can't be on the fence anymore. You're either on one side or the other. 
And uh, that's kind of what Kim was prophesying, you know, take it to the streets, whatever that would look like for you. It might just mean speak up in a restaurant, you know, whatever it means, but we, we got to take it. We can't just have a quiet opinion and then don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We can't do that anymore. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And it is requiring that, that prophetic eye. And yeah. so many of, many of, I know the people watching you and everybody watching us today are people who understand prophecy and what I mean when I say the prophetic eye. Yeah. Um, and then that's very important. Dad saw the warriors of the new millennium in, in the early 90s. He saw a vision that was very far in the future. And he saw what he called the warriors of the new millennium, tattooed people. Really? Unexpected, uh-huh. unchurched, but God had a plan for us. <laughs> I was one of those young kids, you know. And um, now I'm an adult. And as an adult, I am, you know, in this age group, we are the ones who really have been the fighting against it. The younger generations have been indoctrinated in the schools. And they're the ones that are very accepting of, oh, the government cares about me. They're going to take care of me. Yeah. Um, and they're not. And, and, and so those of us who've lived a little bit longer understand that. Uh, but one other thing that I think is hopeful is that we do have, in all young people, is uh, a rebellion. And you'll know, anybody who's raised teenagers or been a teenager, you know that teenagers and young people rebel and they, they tend to uh, they have a tendency for that. And so when you are shoving something down the throats of young children, generation after generation, eventually they're going to rebel against that. Yeah, I believe that we will see a generation of uh, more conservative, not tattooed, not drug-doing um, people that will... Uh, or as young children right now are experiencing this, when they grow up, they will be the opposite of this. And so that is hopeful too. And so it's not all hopeless. Yeah. Don't, it's all, it's all the end. Know. Jesus, well, listen. You know, if Jesus shows up and he comes back in the middle of this, that's something my mother looks at a lot. Uh, that's great too, you know, for me. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. yeah. I, right in the middle of it, he can come anytime he wants, but in the meantime, this day we fight, right? You know, yes. I, your dad had such a good fight. Well, you know, with that anointing in Donna, Donna, would you go ahead and pray for the people as we kind of yes, close I out will. here? Yeah, Father, awesome. we thank you today for, for bringing mm. us together in this way and this beautiful place. Yes, And Lord. Uh, we ask that you show mm. us your will and guide our way. Um, you know, so many of the things that, that uh, you revealed through my dad, we have the benefit of looking at so that we are guided through mm. this dark place. And so, Father, we ask you to give us the strength and to help us to see what is the right way and how do we pull one another up and get through this together. And that we humbly ask you today and we thank you for protecting us and caring for us and bringing us together in this in this beautiful way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen and amen. All right, everybody, uh, Kim Robinson will be with us to, tomorrow. And she's got some amazing stories and um, biblical proofs for, uh, you know, transportation in the spirit. So it's going to be fascinating tomorrow. Don't miss that. So that's 11 o'clock Pacific tomorrow. We will see you then. Thanks again, Donna. We love you. Give your mom uh, my love as well. appreciate her very much. So we'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify.
Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.